0: Welcome to episode 94 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. For this episode, I'm going to transport you to the magical city of Rome. If you've ever wanted to go to this Italian city, this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveler, empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Rome is such an amazing city and I do have a previous podcast where I've interviewed the author of A Six Days in Rome but for this particular episode I'm actually going to go into more detail about how you can solo travel in Rome. There is so much to do in the city of Rome, it's just bursting with lively locals and historic attractions. If you are a history lover then Rome should definitely be on your travel wish list. The city is just packed with history, culture and, of course, delicious food. So I'm going to go through some of the top things to do while solo travelling in Rome. First of all, when you arrive, it can be a bit overwhelming because it is quite a big city. So you may want to get your bearings first on a walking tour or even a bus tour and then plan what you want to go back and see afterwards. The people here are really friendly and there is so much to see that you want to stay for at least four or five days to experience everything. Even though Rome is obviously associated with being very historical, this Italian city has a lot more to offer Solos who have different interests. Nature lovers can enjoy Villa Borghese, the Artium museum solo can wander around various museums of which Rome has many and shopping Solos can shop until they drop at Via di Condotti, and the streets around Piazza di Spagna. Obviously, if you are here for the history and who does not come to Rome for the history, you can just keep your eyes open as you wander around because basically every corner really feels like a piece of art and history. If you're looking for some company whilst exploring the city, it's worth considering one of the Rome walking tours. As well as getting to see the best sites, you'll also learn more about the history of Rome and also it's good exercise as well. Otherwise to meet others you can just sit al fresco in one of the squares or head to a bar in Piazza Navona to strike up a conversation. There is a Rome pass as with a lot of the European cities they do seem to have a city pass. If you're here for at least 72 hours it may be worth having a look into a Rome and Vatican pass which gives you discounts to dozens of the Rome attractions. Safety in Rome It is one of the most popular tourist destinations in the world, and obviously for good reason because it's absolutely beautiful. But that does mean that it can be quite crowded and busy at times, especially in the summer months. So, if you're traveling to Rome alone, it's important to be prepared for the crowds and to make sure that you always have your wits about you. I tend to see that wherever there are crowds, then you do also get a lot of pickpockets. And the city is huge, and although it is safe for females, there are some areas that you may want to avoid if you're traveling by yourself. These include the Colle Opio area near the Colosseum, which can be a little bit sketchy at night, and also the Trastevere neighborhood, which is known for pickpocketing, but not more than in any other European city, to be honest. Another tip here is to make sure you carry water with you when you're sightseeing, because it can get very hot outside during the summer months and you don't want to get dehydrated when you're solo. Rome is a city that you can just literally spend days exploring. There are honestly so many historical sites, museums and beautiful architecture to see that one visit might not be enough. It definitely won't be enough, to be honest. And if you're only here for a short time, make sure that your trip includes some of these attractions. The first one I recommend is a Colosseum. And you cannot go to the great city of Rome and not drop by the Colosseum. The Colosseum is an ancient Roman amphitheatre that was built in the first century AD. It's one of Rome's most famous landmarks and a must visit for any traveler to Italy. Not only will you be able to walk around the magnificent stone structure that was built in 80 AD, you can even have a selfie with a gladiator. So whether you decide to tour it on your own or you can get an audio guide, this ancient Roman amphitheatre is definitely a top must see for any visitor to Rome. You can even visit it in the evening if you want a more atmospheric tour. The second one is the Pantheon. This is another famous Roman landmark. It was built in the 2nd century AD and it's the world's largest unreinforced concrete dome. It's a bit of a mouthful. It's an iconic temple that's seen centuries of activity take place and today it even still operates as a fully functioning church. You'll be able to marvel at ancient architecture that stood the test of time better than any other relic in Rome. And this temple is one of the most best-preserved ancient buildings in the city. Third one. It's not really a must-see, it's kind of a must-do. It's stopping for gelato, otherwise known as ice cream, within the piazza. A well-known meeting point for Roman locals is a place called the Piazza Navona, and it's alive with street artists, performers and musicians day and night. It's packed with bars and restaurants too, so it's the ideal spot for a cone of cool gelato before carrying on with your sightseeing. Number four is to stroll through the Roman Forum. The Roman Forum was once the centre of ancient Rome. It's where the politicians, philosophers and other important people met to discuss issues that affected their society. This archaeological area is home to some of the most important ruins from ancient Rome, including former important government buildings. Today, it's an open-air museum with several restored buildings from different periods in history, including Julius Caesar's house. There are also some remains from when Emperor Nero ruled over half a millennium ago. It's a fascinating archaeological site and it's a must-see attraction for history buffs. Number five is the Sistine Chapel. This isn't really in Rome, it's in the Vatican City, but it's very easy to get to from Rome. And the Sistine Chapel is a world-famous example of Renaissance art. It was constructed between 1473 and 1483 and it's seen the likes of Sandro Patelli, Pietro Perugino and Michelangelo grace its hallways to leave their mark. This tiny country is home to some of the world's most famous religious sites, including St. Peter's Basilica as well as the Sistine Chapel. It's a good idea to pre-book your Vatican tickets whilst you're in Rome as well. Number six is get a taste of Italy in the markets. Rome has many different markets, especially if you're visiting here on a weekend. Campo de' Fori is famous for its flowers and you can also interact with the locals at this beautiful market. The most famous market in town, it has dozens of stalls lined the streets, packed with the freshest fruit and vegetables, the finest wines, cured meats and exotic cheeses that you'll find anywhere in Italy. The seventh must-see is to see the view from Capitoline Hill. This picturesque hilltop square was designed by Michelangelo himself and it contains several buildings including the Capitoline Museum. Housing some of the finest classical examples of Roman, Greek and Egyptian masterpieces, many treasures are hidden within its walls. Another must-do rather than a must-see is to meditate in the local gardens. There are plenty of parks around Rome for you to seek solitude away from the hustle and bustle of the crowds. And one of the best is the extravagantly designed and perfectly pruned gardens of Villa Borgesi. As well as housing a museum of fine arts, this park in the center of Rome offers great views of the city. Number nine, which actually deserves to go a lot higher in this list, is See the Trevi Fountain. So let's not forget that you're in Rome, which is home to one of the most famous and beautiful fountains in the world. No trip here would be complete without a visit to the Trevi Fountain. It's located in the heart of Rome. It was built in the 18th century and it's a must see for any visitor. Tradition has it that if you throw a coin into the fountain, you'll be sure to return to Rome. So make sure that you throw a coin into the fountain whilst you're there. I definitely did and I have not been back to Rome yet, but it is on my list. Number 10 is the Spanish Steps. The Spanish Steps are another popular tourist attraction and for good reason because they're absolutely beautiful. The steps lead up to the Trinita di Monte Church at the top and on any given day you can find people sitting on them or posing for photos. If you're looking for a great view of the city, this is the place to go. I also knew of a couple who were sitting on the Spanish Steps in Rome and didn't even realise they were the Spanish Steps. For Rome tours, walking tours are ideal for meeting others and you can get a free walking tour Rome. It gives you a good overview of the city and this particular tour runs twice a day, one in the mornings and one in the afternoons. It's free to join with free walking tours. If you haven't been on one before, you donate what you think the tour was worth at the end. The tour lasts up to three hours and it gives you an insight into the core of Roman history. It's also suitable for wheelchair users. As I mentioned before the bus tour which is a hop on hop off Rome is a good way to see the city and just get your bearings as well if you don't want to walk. You can generally get a 24, 48 or 72 hour ticket and you just hop on and hop off whenever you like. Because you have an audio guide on the bus you learn about the city with the commentary that you're listening to. The bus takes you to iconic sites such as the Spanish Steps and the Trevi Fountain so you could even just do what I normally do, which is stay on it for the whole duration and go round for the full two hours and then decide what you want to see and then get off next time. I also recommend Get Your Guide. They help you find top rated activities and day tours. You can choose from a coliseum tour, a street food walking tour or an iconic sites twilight walking tour. They use local guides and the platform covers every single activity that you can possibly do in Rome. Usually, when I travel solo, I don't really go out that much at night. But in Rome, there is plenty to do at night. So obviously, you've got all the restaurants and the bars to choose from, and the wine is great everywhere. You could just choose a seat outside of a bar or restaurant if the thought of venturing inside one of the small bars is a bit too intimidating. Lively areas at night are Trastevere and Monti, where you hopefully will meet others if you're a sociable person yourself, enjoying an aperitivo. You can also take a guided tour of this area at night if you feel more comfortable. If you're into partying, you should head to Testaccio, which is famous for its clubs. It's also an area that's popular with students. You'll also find nightclubs within the business district of EUR, which is an area of the city where a lot of the locals go to. Another option if you're not really into bars, restaurants and clubs is just to take a stroll through the streets to admire all the beautiful architecture. Evening walking tours are a good idea if you don't feel comfortable doing this by yourself. And if you're looking for something a bit more active, there's always live music or dancing happening somewhere in the street. If it's culture that you're into, how about stopping by the famous open-air amphitheatre for a spot of ballet or opera under the stars? You can also buy tickets in advance for the best performances. Or you can also enjoy a private opera show on one of Rome's most famous rooftops. Where to eat and drink in Rome. As with most cities, you'll find the more touristy restaurants within the centre. So venture out to the neighbourhoods and look for where the locals are eating. Gusto is a good restaurant in the heart of Rome. It's open from morning till night, and you can stop by for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You'll find vegetarian restaurants in the Jewish quarter, which is quieter and has a different atmosphere from the rest of the city. Coffee and desserts are amazing everywhere and make sure that you have the ice cream when you're here too. Rom is a tasty ice cream parlour, which has got several shops throughout the city. For drinks, you can head to Piazza Navona at night for a glass of vino or two. And if you venture further, Bar De Fico is a very cool cafe bar where you can enjoy a drink in the European bistro or step into the internal courtyard for more culinary dishes from Rome. It's also just a short walk from here to Campo di Fori Which is a well-known area for drinks and nightlife, and there are several bars in the square to choose from. Something I'm never sure of when I travel solo is tipping, especially when you're by yourself. So, tipping in Rome is not really mandatory, but it is always appreciated. Restaurants typically add a service charge to the bill, so you don't need to worry about tipping your waiter unless you feel like you really want to. However, if you do tip, then it's customary to leave between five to ten percent of the total bill. Accommodation in Rome. There are plenty of accommodation choices to choose from, whatever your budget. So you can find hotels for all different budgets. There's apart hotels and also hostels, and there's also Airbnb. Good areas to stay in are the centre of the city, as well as Nomentano, Monti, Trastevere, or Prati. And if you're looking for recommended accommodation, there's recommended accommodation by other solo female travellers and myself on the solo travel in Rome guide. If you're wondering how to get around Rome, because there's so much to see, it is really worth planning what you do there to maximize your time. So you can figure out how to get from one site to another and which areas you wanna spend a certain day in. Obviously, if you've got data, Google Maps is great because it helps you plan out your route and it tells you all the different public transport options from getting from one place to the other. The best way to get around Rome is either by walking, if you don't mind walking, or taking the subway. So the Rome Metro is a great way to get around the city and it's really easy to use. It covers all of the major areas and there are three lines, A, B and C. They interact at Termini Station in the centre of Rome. The tickets are valid for 100 minutes once you've activated them, so make sure not to activate them until you're actually on the Metro. And then if you are going to an area that doesn't have a Metro station, there is also a bus system. There are also taxis as well, but apart from being the most expensive option, They don't normally have a great reputation, so I do advise getting the metro or a bus. From Rome Airport, Rome actually has two airports. You've got Leonardo da Vinci, which has direct flights from all major cities in Europe, and North America, that's about 30 minutes from the city center by train. You can take the bus, which is the cheapest option. That takes just under an hour. The second one is Campino Airport, and if you're flying with a low-cost airline, this is the one you'll probably fly into. From here, you can take the bus to Termini Station in 45 minutes, and there are also taxis there too. If you're travelling onwards, you may prefer to use public transport instead of hiring your own car to avoid any traffic jams. Termini Train Station is the main train station in Rome, and it has trains running from there to the north and south of Italy. I hope this has inspired you to take a trip to Rome. It's such an amazing city. It's in my top five favourite cities in the world. If you love history, you really have to go here. It's just absolutely beautiful. I studied classical civilization at school, so it was just amazing to actually go and see ancient Rome and the Colosseum. It's a kind of city where you just pinch yourself all the time because you can't believe you're seeing these sites that you've only ever seen pictures of. If I have inspired you to go, there is a guide to Rome solo travel on the Girl About the Globe website, and I will be back next week with some more inspiration for solo female travel until then safe travels thanks for listening to our girl about the globe podcast making solo travel easier for you find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode